Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate Venus this hour. Come on! There's rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur fossils? Now let's put those here to test our faith. A damn lie! I, I saw them on my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man! None of it is true! I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniacs! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! Welcome back to the Deep Share Podcast. Tonight, I have with me, joining me, my good buddy, Shane Newsome is in the house. What's up, Shane? And joining us is a new friend I met online. We were commenting on the same post, and we kind of just started getting into a topic about it. And uh, yeah, so welcome, Dr. Matthew Adams. How's it going, Matthew? Going very good, man. How you doing? Good, good. Glad to have you here, man. And I know we were talking up a storm already before we hit record. So honestly, let's just go right for it, man. Let's uh, give the audience a little info on who you are and how you got into what you do. Sure. So, uh, so a little bit about my background. I have a bachelor's in biomedical science with a minor in biomedical physics. I have a master's in business administration. I have a master's in healthcare administration. I have my MD as a doctor. I have a patent for a portable smoke filtration system, and my um, research has been published in the Journal of Anesthesiology. Awesome, man. So that's the education port. And then out of, after education, you have what I've learned on the side and how I studied. And basically, once you educate yourself, I, I call it indoctrination, really. Once you get indoctrinated, you go one of two ways. You either stay indoctrinated, or if you have an inner scientist, I guess you could say, You'll notice that when things don't add up, you got to research. You know what I'm saying? You got to start to pay attention to what's going on. And one of the biggest things going on right now is that one in five people is gay, trans, or homosexual. And I have nothing against gays, trans, or anything like that. But as a doctor, as a scientist, and as somebody who's observing what's going on in society, you have to ask yourself, is it just one class of people? Is it blacks, yellows, whites, Asians, you know, low class, high class? Where do you really see the trend? And the problem is that you see it everywhere. So when you notice it everywhere, you have to ask yourself, what does everybody have the same access to that's contributing to this factor? And the factor is atrazine. Atrazine is the number one chemical pesticide ingredient in the world. It's in your water. It causes hermaphroditism. It causes chemical castration. It causes uh, preterm birth. It causes infertility. And these are all scientific studies done by UCLA, and they're published on my, um, on my Instagram wall. So when you start to notice this, sorry, when you start to notice this, you have to start to do the research. 
Oh yeah, absolutely, man. This is that's intense. I've never heard of it at all. I've never even heard. Chan, have you ever heard of atrazine? Yeah, dude. Alex <laughs> Jones talks about it, dude. Oh fuck, the frogs Alex, are gay. Oh shit, the, the frogs, frogs are gay. Are that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, he, tr- he t- it turned out to be true. So. <laughs> well, when wow. you, honestly, when you sit back and look at it, so one of my main things that I learned outside of medical school, so a lot of the a lot of the things I've been able to do, I've been able to cure cancer. Most doctors cannot. And the reason I can say that I can cure cancer and I'm not worried about the FDA is because I'm not a United States citizen. I'm a state national. I'm not a 14th Amendment slave. So United oh. States United States means a federal corporation pursuant mm-hmm. to 28 USC 3002 Section 15A. It states United States means a federal corporation. If you understand this one little point, you'll know there's two kinds of citizens. Eight. USC 1101A21. That's me. I'm a state national. I'm like a Native American. So the way you can look at it is Native Americans don't have to worry about what the FDA does, what the government does, because they are they're sovereign. But the correct term is state nationals. They are free people. They were born on the land and they go by the land and soil jurisdiction. United States citizens, we or you guys are 14th Amendment slaves. And your social security number is an EIN number, which links you to the system. And that's this is why you're not um, constitutional citizens, you're statutory citizens, which means I live in California part time. My gun in California supposedly can only have 10 rounds in Florida. My gun can have a 30 round clip. I keep a 30 round clip in California and in Florida. It doesn't make a difference to me because I go by constitutional law. Constitutional law states I have the right to bear arms. There's no restriction on that. However, when you became a 14th Amendment slave, you decided to say, hey, I'll give up my rights for privileges. I want to have the I want to have the security of Social Security. I want the security that the government will take care of me. So I will give up certain rights to take your privileges. I don't want that. I opted out of that program. So that's why I can say that I can cure cancer and I'm not worried about them coming after me. If they want to, I'll expose them for what they are. I've been able to cure cancer, reverse Alzheimer's, reverse autism, reverse many and cure many viral diseases because I understand simply how people are sick. One of the biggest crimes against humanity is your water. If your water is not safe, then you're going to be sick. And one of the biggest things we've done since the beginning is put fluoride in your water. And we tell you that it's for your teeth. I'm going to break this down for everybody so you can see the scam that goes on. First, Fluoride is only beneficial when it mixes with the enamel of your teeth, which is the outside layer. So if you have fluoride on a toothpaste and you're going like this with your brush and you spit it out, that's fine because you're not absorbing it. If we put it in your water, the way that it gets to your enamel through the water is that you have to drink the water. Then it goes to your stomach, your small intestine, your large intestine, your kidney, and then eventually to your blood. From the blood, it has to go to the salivary gland. From the salivary gland, it gets excreted as saliva, and that's the only time it mixes. Well, that's not going to happen. When you drink all that fluoride, you might get 1% of that to your salivary gland. The other 99% is in your blood, goes to your brain, and goes to all your other tissue and causes fluoridosis. In addition, it really dumbs you down because, one, there's no purpose. Let's think logically. You're going to lose all your baby teeth, okay, by the time you're five or six to get your adult teeth. So there's there's no real reason for us to give you fluoride as a baby. So if we give you fluoride as a baby for your baby teeth, that's irrelevant. You're going to lose the teeth, right? So what's the point of giving you fluoride in your water? If you look at the research, fluoride is a toxic ingredient. It's listed as a toxic substance. So we're pretty much just dumbing you down so that when we get on TV and tell you to 
hey, wear a mask and stand six feet apart. You're like, oh, okay, that works. <laughs> but anybody with logic would know that standing six feet apart is not going to stop a virus because we could stand 10 feet apart. But the wind can blow like this while I'm talking and blow the virus right into your face. So it's completely irrelevant. But people who are dumbed down just be like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just follow the orders. But I mean, so if we're all, most of us have that history of, of consuming that water every day, our whole lives. But there's so many of us that were able to see through the bullshit too. Now, do you think that's just because of other situations in your life? You know, depending well, I'll, on what I'll kind tell of you, you I'll are. tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Cannabis is one of the reasons that helps you think. And I'll explain why. You have something called an endocannabinoid system. This is a scientific system that's in the body. It's all over. You have a CB1 and a CB2 receptor. They're on every single organ you have. And this is basically the system that keeps your body in homeostasis and keeps your body functioning properly. It's like a house. It's like the fuse box for a house. When you take in THC, you're turning on all the switches. You're lighting up all the lights in your brain. You're getting your right brain and your left brain to communicate together and to think. And that's the point. When people start to you know, use cannabis, they get all these ideas and they start to think clearly. Things change for them. And that's because you're activating a system. Like you can't sit back you know, and get high and then not analyze what's going on. Part of cannabis makes you analyze. So there's a study that came out recently saying that people who are chronic cannabis users are more likely to be depressed and have longer depression. Well, <laughs> this is true. However, you have to understand why. The reason behind that is because cannabis is an enhancing plant. It helps you analyze and think. So if you're already depressed and you're smoking and you're alone, you're going to internalize and analyze your depression. You're like, oh, this happened to me and this girl did this to me and this guy did this to me. So you start to analyze the process and it makes your depression worse. So it's just because of the fact that cannabis is an analyzing plant, it helps you look around and analyze situations. It helps you activate all these little receptors and it helps get your brain, your right and your left brain to start looking at things the way you didn't look at them before. Right. So if we were honest, it wouldn't be like, oh, more people are depressed that smoke weed regularly. It's, oh, no, that more people that smoke weed are becoming aware of their situation. Exactly. That's cool. So what's your involvement um, medically with, with cannabis? Because I know you talk about it a lot on your page. Well, I grow it for my patients, you know I'm saying, because mm -hmm. I want to make sure everybody has a clean source. And some people can't afford cannabis, depending on the states and stuff like that they're at. I use cannabis strictly for all my patients. I put them on. I try to get people off of their prescriptions and more onto cannabis, mostly onto CBD, because some people can't do the THC and some people don't like the high effect. And so cannabis itself has over 200 cannabinoids. The plants have over 200 cannabinoids, CBD. THC, these are just, you know, a few minor ones, but as people take in whole plant extract, you know, have you ever heard of uh, Rick Simpson oil and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. The Rick Simpson oil, these are all like pure extracts, they're whole plant extracts, and they're great for you. They're great as a multivitamin, if you consider it like a multivitamin. So mm -hmm. people who take that and take higher doses always get better effects and healing and faster healing. And so a lot of patients I talk to now really have an issue where they'll go to a dispensary in their state and say, hey, I need to get something for my depression or my, you know, my sleep or my activity or whatever. And the people in the dispensaries don't really know what to tell you. They don't know if you should take an indica, sativa or hybrid. Should you take an edible, an oil or should you take regular flour? And so this gets a lot of patients in a bad situation because if let's say you've never done an edible, you go into a dispensary and they're like, yeah, man, best thing for sleep, man, just have a, you know, indica edible. You go home and take an indica edible. That's too hard. 
you're never going to want to smoke again or take an edible because you just put yourself <laughs> in the wrong spot, you know? Yeah, so man. you kind of got to ease people into it. You know, mostly I, mm -hmm. I try to get people onto certain clean vape pens and stuff like that. I try to educate people on the endocannabinoid system, how it functions. And first I break it down by the name. Endo from within, cannabinoid for the type of vit vitamins that it uses, and system because it's a multi-organ process. So your endocannabinoid system actually makes its own cannabinoids. But your body can only make three to four cannabinoids. But to do that, you got to give it the bases. So like your body can make a few amino acids on its own, but you need the rest from your diet. Same thing with cannabis. So DHA omega-3, that is the base for your endocannabinoid system. So basically cod liver oil, okay? If people took in cod liver oil, they would be able to make their own cannabinoids, the three to four that your body can make naturally. That starts your, your endocannabinoid system as a natural process. Then you start to add cannabis, whether it's hemp, THC, you know what I'm saying, indica sativas hybrids, and then you add the rest of the cannabinoids to them. So then you're building the system properly. So I try to educate pa patients on what the system is, how it works, that it's really your main line of defense. And that's really why people are sick. People are sick because back in 1936, Henry Ford made the first Model T and it ran on hemp oil and was made from hemp. And all the industries were like, eh. That's not going to work for us. You're not going to go here and shut all this down. So mm -hmm. they outlawed cannabis. But before that, cannabis was always medicine. It was always medicine in every single country and every single place. The Egyptians were the first people to have it, you know, 4,000 years ago. We have the Beerus mm -hmm. Papyrus Medical Book, which had formulations for cannabis for pregnant women, for people with asthma, with people with depression. And we've known this. The ancient um, the Chinese used to use it for medicine. We used to grow it in the White House. It used to be currency <laughs> in four of the original yeah. states. Okay, and people really? don't know this. On the back, oh yeah, in the four original states, it used to be um, uh, legal tender, and it was back on the ten dollar bill. On the back of the ten dollar bill, way back in the day, we used to have a hemp on the farm. And George wow. Washington used to grow at the White House. Mm. Like, there's plenty of information that people can see, and you can actually see all this information under the uh, "Did you know?" section of my website. Okay, that's awesome. So, yeah, so cannabis has always been here. Well, pretty much all the Nazis that came over from World War, they pretty much run Pfizer and all the rest of these companies. And those are the scientists <laughs> yeah. that started Big Farm. So it's like you just track the money. You could see that they don't want you on something natural because if, if I can cure you right now – and by the way, I've never written a prescription in my life, and I take much pride in that, that I've been That's able awesome. to do all of this, thank you, without ever writing a prescription and understanding why people are sick. So if I can cure you right now for under $100 and you never have to see me again. And I simply explained to you that you should stop drinking dirty water. You should never use a microwave. You shouldn't eat processed foods. The food pyramid is upside down. Flip it around so that you get more fats out of everything else, then protein, then your carbs at the very, very, very least. I won't have to see you again. But then I'm not <laughs> going to make money. I'm not going to get prescription refills. I'm not going to get the co-pays I got to see. So we're not going to make mm -hmm. our money. And that's really it. And I can give you patent proof of information right now that nobody else in the world knows. Do you Ooh, think we have good. a cure for AIDS? Yeah, yeah, most likely. Yeah, I can here's only the, imagine. Here's the cure for AIDS. It's a patent number. US 5676977A. It's called the cure for AIDS with tetrasilver tetroxide. So there's a single injection cure that we have since 1994, and it uses literally silver and oxygen. It's a combination of right. four molecules of oxygen to four molecules of silver. It's called silver tetroxide. And we have a cure. But we're not going to give you that cure. It's a single injection. 
in medical school, I had to learn the over 50 to 60 drugs that you have to take, you know, every single month for you to stay healthy. That's all fallacy. It's all a lie. We can give you a single injection right now. And again, there's patent proof. This is a patent. It's already been patented. We already know that it works, but we don't, we're not going to give that to you. Right. Insurance companies won't support it or anything like that. Absolutely not. Wow. That's crazy, man. Can you go into it a little bit further? Like, what does it do, this single injection? What, what is, you know? Well, basically this single injection is, so silver itself is in, okay. So silver molecule itself can cure viruses. Um, pretty much a lot of infections you have can be cured with silver. And of course we tell you this in our movies, we show you that you use silver bullets to kill a vampire, but we don't see the, the thing behind that, you know? But the truth behind it really is that silver is such a great mineral that it just the ions in the silver attract and kill the AIDS virus in the blood. And when you read the patent, it tells you exactly the process that it does this. And it says that you only need it to reach like uh, 40 ppms in the blood, a very small, minute amount that the silver goes in and the ions in the silver with the oxygen kill the virus. Because the way a virus works is that a virus has to enter your cell and use your cell to replicate. Well, in that replication process, the silver stops that replication. It stops the doubling of the, of the replication. So it kills, you know, the replication of the virus. So you pretty much just kill the virus. Wow. This is wild, man. I'm going to have to let uh, you my grandmother, this up. My grandmother uh, had, had, was burned really bad when she was young. And uh, she had this like silver cream that she would put on her burns. Interesting. And uh, she still had some, and I burned myself when I was a kid pretty bad on a muffler on a four-wheeler. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we used that, and it soothed the pain, and, uh, you know, it healed up in like a, like a week. The U.S. government, uh, specifically, I think the Army, has a patent since 1980. I got to remember the patent number, but it's on a another silver um, device, kind of like silver tetroxide that's good for viruses basically viruses, bacterial infections, and uh, I forgot what the third one was, but basically it, they pretty much do everything. And, and the worst part is, is that the U.S. government uses your tax money to fund these and then keeps this information from you. So your tax dollars go for the research. And then when it comes time to treat the people who funded the research, we don't get to know the research. We don't get the funding. We don't get it. And instead, they just put it on a shelf where the U.S. Army can use it for themselves and everybody else, you know, that, you know, little military stuff, they can use it for themselves. But we don't get this. We got to go to Big Farm. We got to get a prescription. We got to go through the 30 day cycle of going back and forth and back and forth instead of actually having what we should have. Damn. Dude, yeah, it's like they're they're complete criminals. They're all they are, are glorified mobsters. They're just steal. That's all they're doing. They're just robbing and stealing the whole damn time. And it's like you said in the beginning, like it's no different than like the 14th Amendment slavery shit. Like we are literal slaves and we don't even know it. And that's, especially that's why that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on because I know about the word sovereign and I've seen Jordan Maxwell go off about admiralty law and everything like that. But, you know, it's, it's fascinating. Um, I'm into like the wordplay that he uses, like, you know, the banks of a river is everything. It's like the law of water and everything. All that stuff is really interesting. And, you know, digging into language studies, I, I get it. It's there, but I don't know the ins and outs because i've heard so many people like yourself even just in our dm or like earlier on where you told me right away like don't ever use that word sovereign you know i was like ah see that's one of these things that gets kind of pushed it's it's just mm-hmm. what if you could break it down for us like what is the deal with like this 
kind of hidden law that is going on, this law of the land versus so law of the sea or whatever. So here's here's what's going on. Well, one, you can say sovereign, but you don't want to call yourself a sovereign citizen because a sovereign citizen is part of this FBI movement where they were trying to get all the sovereign people because they think the sovereign people mm -hmm. are anti-government. Right. Well, it's not that we're anti-government. We're for the de jure government. The de jure government is the real state of the union government constitutional law. Instead, you have a de facto government in place, and de facto is a fake government representing a real government. So when, when you read and try to understand law and, and any of the terminology that we do, everything comes down to how something is written. So I'll tell you how all of the structure is done and how it's all based, and I'll show you how to look it up. So cool. first, when you were born, because we were born in hospitals, we were stamped. Our feet were stamped, and you went on a birth certificate. Now, your name on the birth certificate is in all capital letters. letters. This is not a mistake. That's the name of the trust that was opened in your name the day you were born. Mm -hmm. Now, your name on your driver's license is a capital letter in the beginning and a capital letter on your last name. Your first name and your last name are capitalized. Same thing if you have a middle name. Now, that is written as a trustee. Okay, so I'm going to use myself as an example. So you can write Matthew three different ways. You can write Matthew with a lowercase m, M-A-T-T-H-E-W. You can write Matthew with a capital M, and then you can write Matthew all capitals. Now, all three of those words do not mean the same thing. Lowercase m is an adjective, and Matthew means gift of God. So if I say John is a Matthew, then I'm saying John is a gift of God because I wrote it with a lowercase. Now, if I say John is with Matthew and I write a capital M, then we're talking about a specific person. But if I say John is with Matthew in all capital letters, I'm not yelling the word Matthew. I'm saying that he's with a trust or with a corporation because in all capital letters, it's a trust or a corporation. So when you were born, a trust was open in your name. You are the trustee. You basically are a representative of this account. So that's why everything the government does and everything they do to you is through this trust trustee relationship. And the beneficiary of the trust is the state because when you were born you gave up those well you didn't give up the rights your parents gave up that right for you because they stamped your feet and said we want a social security number that social security number is an ein number to you being a representative as an employer of the united states corporation and like we said united states and when you look up this uh united states it's a capital u for united and a capital s for state so united states means a federal corporation pursuant to 28 USC 3002 section 15A. If you look it up, it literally says United States means a federal corporation. So if you understand that United States is a corporation and a business, you're an employee of the state. That's why you pay income tax. That's why you have to do all the things that they tell you to do when you have to do it. And if you think about it, we have a driver's license. You were 15, I'm assuming, when you got your permit and 16 to get a license. You're not technically an adult. You're not 18. You should not be signing a contract. Yet we force yeah. you and coerce you into getting this signature because it's a trust mm -hmm. signature that we're putting on the license. Whoa. So we're making you, we're putting your name on there as a trustee and you're signing it because you gave up your rights for privileges. And that's the video that you saw me on. I forgot the guy's name. He went and represented himself in court. And I yeah. actually went and represented myself in court last week. And I'll send you guys the audio recording when we're done. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. That's so I, cool. I went and represented myself last week in court. And the exact thing I say here is the same thing I told the judge. And when I was done, I dropped a 223-page book of law into evidence. 
Whoa. Now, is this uh, Black's Law that I no, always hear about? My, no, no. So a lot of people in the DM were asking me, how do you become a state national? To become a state national, you quit the corporation. So there's different ways to quit. And, and that's why you have all these different groups trying to bring people in to get you to quit the corporation. And everybody has a different set of papers. So my book of law is what has made me free. It's 223 pages of law that basically is contracts that void the original contract you were born with. So if you try to become a state national and you go online to look up state nationals, the first site you're going to see is something called American State Nationals and somebody named Judge Anna Von Rotz. I'll tell you right now, do not go down that path. That's the path that I went down in the beginning. And once I learned what she was about and I understood what she was doing, she was basically taking people from the United States Corporation helping you to try to become a state national, but bringing you into her unincorporated trust called the United States. So she's taking you from, yeah. So she's taking you from one trust and putting you into another. And the key is to realize that you establish your own trust as your own person and you quit the United States corporation. And then this is how you become a state national. But to do this, you just have to quit properly. So it's kind of like if you quit Walmart, how do you quit? You got to give a letter of resignation. The better the letter of resignation, the more standing you have. Well, my letter of resignation is 223 pages and it's a book and it has so much law that you can't come after me for anything. Like I've put it all in there, basically saying that you were coerced since the day you were born. You were put into a system that you never wanted to be in. And I know this because when we were born, we never made the decision for ourselves. Our parents made the decision for us. So it's very easy for you to basically quit the corporation because there's certain laws that restrict them from coming after you. You also have to know that when you quit, you have to be able to stand on your own. And what that means yeah. is I have my own land. I don't rely on the government for anything. I'm self-sufficient. You know, and once you do that, you can you know, pretty much quit. And that's what the Native Americans are. If you look at it like how do the Native Americans do it, they don't worry about anything. They have their own land. They live off the land. And that's why the government doesn't really mess with them. Wow. Yeah, these are some bombs. Okay, this is putting things uh, into a little bit more perspective. Shane, how you doing? Absolutely. This is like, you're like the only person that has like, this is it. Like, this is what you do. And it's not just like trying to rope you in to all the, the bullshit like you were saying this lady was trying to do. And, uh, you know, all, I'm very interested in this. And, uh, you know, it's very hard to find a true credible source and... I don't yeah. know. You 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 seem very very trustworthy. The uh, well, I appreciate that. You've also presented way more knowledge and information on this subject than anyone I've listened to, all in just this one sitting. And how we have not been talking very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, just the mention of that woman being the first Google result or something. You, I can only imagine she ain't the only one like mm -hmm. this must this octopus must have many arms you know to try to subsidize the subsidies further and further and further she yeah. actually so there's the american state nationals um they're in every state now and they and the people that join are people who truly are like you guys and like me they you know they they understand that there's something going on and they want to be free Right. And Judge Anna supplies you with these paperwork called the 1779s, which are from 1779. It's basically like, um, you know, paperwork to make you a national. However, she doesn't tell you that you're not executing the papers properly. 
She doesn't tell you that the paperwork is not complete. So instead of like, so I sent in a 223 page book of law and actually let me grab it real fast. Cool. 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 Yes. This is great. I hope everyone's enjoying this. Uh, yeah. I follow a guy, another guy on Twitter named uh, legal man. He uh, he's on a podcast called the quash and everyone okay. should look that up. And I admittedly, I it's, over my head that's why i wanted someone here with us so i could actually like ask questions i can't wait to, to listen to this so i can write down all the codes <laughs> and shit he was saying so i can look them up right i won't like i i always feel like this is the topic that like you can bring to your uh normie boomer friend or boomer father or mother and this or is what's gonna really you know, you know like come on look it up what do you want me to do it's real all right so I'm going to try to hold this up for a second. And I don't know if you can see the cover, but the front cover of my book is the four people that it got sent to. You can see it went to the attorney general, the secretary of state, and I went to the secretary of state in DC, the attorney general in DC, then the secretary of state in California and the attorney general in California. Wow. And these are all the tracking numbers on the front page. The book itself is this thick and I make this at home. I print it, bind it. I do it all at home. Wow. And this wow. book basically covers who you are. And I'm just going to turn to one section. And, and what I'm saying by this thing is covered in law here. So this is my taxing section. It represents what you do, your taxes and all this. And it, I don't know if you can see this. A little bit. But we definitely get so, the idea. So question, so basically question one, I'm just going to state it for you. This is question actually 11.1. The check mark says, I'm a constitutional but not a statutory citizen. I'm a national but not a citizen under federal law pursuant to 8 U.S.C. 1101A21. Born in the State of the Union, I am not, one, an alien per 26 U.S.C. 7701B1A. I'm not an individual per 26 CFR 1441-1-C. I'm not a citizen of the United States per 8 U.S.C. 1401 and 26 CFR 1-1. So I tell you exactly who I am and who I am not so you don't use your implied law to say, well, if when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You said you were just this. Well, we implied you were also this. No, 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 no. Right. I'm taking out all your implications also. This yeah, book. Person. The word person. Doesn't that have something to do with it too? Person has to do with it also in a different section of law. That comes okay. down to the statutory law as a 14th Amendment um, citizen. Uh, as a 14th Amendment, I call them slaves. But yeah, same thing with person. So these are all different things that you want to make sure that are covered. 
other people's paperwork doesn't do that. And that's what I realized as I started doing the research to become an American state national and actually a state national. I realized that what they were doing over there was not properly executed. So, for example, everything I send in has a, um, a certificate of service. And I'm going to show you what that looks like. A certificate of service is this page right here. And this page basically shows what is in the document that you're sending. In addition, it's signed by a notary, which means you have a third party who signs it, who says, yes, this is what was sent, and this is what's inside the package. And this is kind of like serving somebody. So mm. if you don't send a certificate of service that's signed by a notary, then the receiving party could say, oh, they sent me a piece of gum in the mail. How do you know what was in that envelope? Well, I know what was in the envelope because I sent a certificate of service that was signed by a notary, and that notary is a legal person who says, yes, they're, they're completely biased, and they say, yes, this document was in that. So the other third party, which is the Secretary of State, the Attorney Generals, none of them can deny that I never sent them this book. I've actually served the sheriff and two judges with this book in addition. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. I'm super happy about that, too. I'm not going to lie. I served the judge last week, and I got it put into evidence. Wow. Wow. And that's very hard to do because they don't want you to quit the corporation. And yeah. because they know that once you quit, you can have access to your money. And people Aren't you don't worth know this. like $850,000 or something like that, close to that. Uh, you're worth way more than that. So um, when you were born, your birth weight in gold went into the account. So if you were a five pound baby, you had five pounds of gold put into an account that's a trust account, which accrued interest from the day you were born. So right now, most American, you know, like people when they turn 18, they're worth between three to five million dollars. OK, wow. and here's how it works. Once you become a state national, you have an option of doing a UCC one filing. A UCC one filing means you're a financial institution like a bank. OK, once you do a UCC one filing, you have the option to get your own money back. So here's what banks do when you go apply for a loan for a house. The bank uses their UCC filing and your social security number to pull the money from the account that you already have. So when you apply for a home loan, they take the money from that account and it covers the loan. And then you end up paying twice because you're paying the loan to the bank. The bank already got paid. Whoa. So that fills in an interesting blank for me from like a long time ago. Um, maybe someone can can verify, but like Zeitgeist Addendum, which was the sequel, they focused on the monetary system mostly they didn't get into any of this shit which they should have maybe he didn't know i don't know but he talked about the monetary system and how the government creates money out of thin air all the time and something along the lines of like when you go to take out a loan they're not actually giving money to you they're creating new money and it something along the lines of like it's actually like it still goes to their reserves or something like that I don't know. I can't remember all the details, but it's interesting that you say that it's coming out of this. Like, here's, here's how you here's how you get the money. If you have a social security card, if you look on the back, there's a red number on the bottom right hand side. If you look, it's the same kind of number that's on a dollar bill. So it starts with a letter and then it's got like eight or nine digits afterwards. Mm -hmm. You have 10 social security cards. Each card has a different account number on the back. You need to collect those 10 cards. So far, I've collected three. 
I'm trying to collect the 10. And what you do is you just call them, you know, six months or a year. You tell them you lost the card. They send you a new one. Okay. But you can't keep doing it like every single month because they'll know that you didn't lose it. So you got to do it like sporadically, like here and there. You ask for a new card. Every time you get a card, there's a different account number on the back of the card. Each one goes to a separate account that was established for you. And it's like one of them goes to utility bills. One of them goes to home mortgages. One of them goes to car mortgages. One of them goes to student loans. And each account is set up differently. But you can access all of that money once you become a state national, once you set up UCC filings, once you set up your trust, then you have access to what the banks have access to, which is your own money. The government has been doing this and you've been a tax slave since the day you were born. Like the United States is not based on oil or anything else. It's based on our population, our currency, all of it's based on the population. That's why we can do what we do because you're all slaves who pay into a system and we just take your money. We're literally robbing you all day long. And we keep you so busy that most people will never know, ever find out or ever even try. Dude, this is a whole new level. I've never heard anyone talk about that. Like, I know I've heard a little bit about that we are like, you know, we're on the stock market or something where we like our value gets traded or something like that. I've never, as soon as they said stock market, like any other dumb American, I'm like, nope, not going there. I'm not going to understand it. So this is really informative. so it gets it, where do you go to to get the like it once you get through this whole process you're like yeah i want my fucking money <laughs> who do you go to and where like you can't you can't can you use a bank still a bank still take you 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 end like, up you you become your own bank there's certain forms you got to file like i'm in the process of still doing my ucc1 filing because it takes mm-hmm. a little bit of time to set up these these trusts so i'm still in that process but once you set up your UCC filing, I have a few friends who've already done it. You basically just have an account with an open line of credit. And I, I don't want to tell you the open line of credit because you're not going to believe me. I will screenshot oh, it and send oh, it to you from somebody who has it done. What his op- Actually, let me check Instagram real fast if I can get it and I'll send it to you now. <laughs> so you can see because when you see the amount of money that's in these accounts, you're going to be like, no, that's fake. You're right. It looks fake, but it's a credit account, which means that's what banks are yeah. using. So my skeptic side wants to ask a, a, a question that has been brewing and that some people must be wondering. And I'm curious if this is p- the, the whole thing about the law and, uh, and us. And, yeah, all of this. Is it written anywhere and can we prove it? Because the, that's my like, are the, who the hell knows how to run systems like this without a manual? You know what I mean? like a blatant one, because think about how many millions are being fooled on it. I can only imagine so many of them are also being fooled that are also kind of assisting or helping this system get put together. I don't, how does that work? Like without, I hate so to say you, actual proof. Cause at this point, unfortunately it's kind of in, in the anecdotal realm. You know? So I'm going to give you some proof right now. I just sent you something on Instagram and this is somebody I follow, and he lives in Arizona, and you can see right now, Joshua, your $999,999,996 in available credit could be even higher. And this is from Experian. So if you look, you'll see that his credit, there. and this is somebody I follow because his, his, his contracts are really good, and it's somebody that I've been, I've been you know learning his contracts because he shows you how to not pay your bills anymore. He has contracts where you send it in and you say, no, instead, I'm the UCC owner. I file this and you need to repay this through this credit. And he teaches this kind of stuff. And it's something that I'll be doing next. 
Interesting. Joshua, you're not. But this and, looks and like this isn't the first and this isn't the first one I've seen. I've seen three or four that are just like this. I know other people that have done the same thing and it basically opens you up a line of credit. And that's what banks have. Banks have a line of credit like this. And that's why they can just keep pulling money. Anytime you apply for the loan, they pull the money out of your social security and you end up paying the loan back twice. So what I'm asking though, is how did you kind of figure out that? Like, this is how the, like, and honestly, I'm asking about Jordan Maxwell too. Like, how did he figure it out? Like, where is this written? Like, how, how is this insider information like delivered to other insiders? Like, how is this explained? How is this? I don't know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you straight. So, so for me, my information comes solely from my research and from God and the Holy Spirit. I spent a lot of time researching other people. So for example, when I wanted to become a state national, I found, you know, you just type in state national, you know, you type in certain things on Google. And like I said, uh, Anna Von Ross will pop up, the American state nationals. And I went behind that group. I joined the American state nationals. I did their paperwork. And as I got into the groups and I heard the discussions, I realized certain things weren't happening that should be happening. So it threw a red flag in my mind, kind of like, mm, well, if you guys are talking this way, why aren't you executing this way? If you're talking about this, why aren't you doing this? So when I started seeing discrepancies, I started doing deeper and deeper research. And then I found something called the Sovereign Education Defense Ministry.org. This is basically a library with all kinds of documents and all kinds of law. I'm the type of person where I don't let you hand me something and me not look it up. Like you can hand me a document and say, yes, this is the law. This is how we execute it. But what I do is I go through every law that you write. So if we were talking about 28 USC 3002 section 15A, I'm not taking your word for what it means. I'm going to look up every single one. So going through and looking up every single one is what gives me my education. So nobody tells me what's right or wrong. I read it. I put it together and then I go to execute. I know who Jordan Maxwell is, but I don't know his paperwork. I haven't followed his paperwork. So yeah, I've only good. seen I've only seen a few certain people. And when I realized that other people are charging money to lead you astray, I decided, no, I'm smart enough on my own that I will figure this out. And I'm also the type of person where if you if, if I think I'm a state national and I know my paperwork is right, I'm going to take that to court, which I've already done. And I put it to the test. So I'm the type of person where if it doesn't test for me, then I go to go back to the drawing board and I got to mm. do it better. You see what I'm saying? And that's what happened originally. Like I tried something in Florida and they actually dismissed my case. So they dismissed my case based on incompetency. They called me incompetent because they didn't want me to go to trial. They didn't want me to say what I was going to say on record. And what I was going to say on record was this. So back in 2021, I was on private property. Okay. I had a cop come up to me at Clearwater Beach where I was living and he said, Hey, are you drunk? And I was like, no, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not drinking. I'm just sitting here having some wings. And he was like, oh, we want a breathalyzer. We want you to do a straight, like a straight walk or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the test, you know, walk and touch your nose and all that stuff. And I refused all of it. So because I refused, they gave me a DUI. I said, okay, I'm on private property. You can't question me. I'm a state national. Let's go to court. So when we went to court and, and it was pre-trial, they wanted to know why I didn't blow. And here's what I said. This is amid, a pan this is amid the pandemic. I said, I don't trust the United States government because you guys caused the pandemic. US 7220852B1 is the patent for the coronavirus. It's associated and assigned to the CDC since 2004. US 789-7744B2 is the patent to SARS. It's patented and assigned to the Canadian Prime Ministry since 42804. So 
the two neighboring corporations, these are not countries, patented the two parent strains to the coronavirus and SARS back in 2004. So for you to make a SARS-CoV-2 virus, you had to have the parent strains. One parent strain is owned by the Canadian Prime Ministry. The other parent strain is owned the other parent strain is owned by the Canadian government or by the US government. So I don't trust you as a country. I don't trust you the police and I already know that the CDC has been caught during the pandemic 10% of the people who took the test, the COVID test, their DNAs got sent into the CDC. So one, I'm not going to let you steal my DNA. That's private property. Two, I'm on private property. Three, I don't trust you as a corporation because you guys shut down the whole world. So because I started dropping all this, they decided to call me incompetent and not go to trial. So it's like mm. I know the law because I test the law. I put it to the test through my education. And because of that, they're like, OK, charge is dismissed. Why? Because they don't want me on the stand to tell everybody and 12 jurors, hey, the pandemic was caused by the U.S. government. I'm going to win trial. And they don't want that. So for me, I have to learn it by doing it. I don't trust other people's work because that's how it was in school. I couldn't trust what you did because everybody, you know, half assed their work. I always did it myself. Yeah, man, that's a good way to go. Hell yeah. Once I'm done right, got no self. I mean, I think uh, this is going to inspire a lot of people to uh, inspire <laughs> the hell out of me. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, do you know much about this black blacks law book or whatever? I, I, I've so heard black, a reference before blacks law dictionary. So there's a few different law books. There's blacks law dictionary, and that's a law book where we get the definitions from. And it's very, very, very important. It's very important because a lot of the terminology comes out of the fourth edition book because they've changed some of the some of the terminology in the future years, like in the future books. But the fourth edition is the one that's used the most. And I state that plenty of times in my you know, where we um, in my book here, like where we get our terminology from Black's Law Dictionary. And it's one of the main books that I think everybody should have, because once you start to learn it, you'll know how they play trickery. So, for example, how do you keep your money? If I get a check. On the back of the check, I write, redeem for lawful money per 12 USC 411 by, and then I sign my name. Now, lawful money is different than legal tender. All the new money changed to legal tender because that's treasury money. That's income taxable money, okay? When you do, um, when you do 12 USC or, um, 411 and you do lawful money, that's U.S. treasury money. U.S. Treasury money is not taxed. So there's a difference between legal tender and lawful money. And that's why if you write in lawful money per 12 U.S.C. 411 and you look up that code, it means that the bank has to give you coins. They have to give you gold, silver, any coin that they have to cover the expense, which means you can't give me a fake currency. You can't give me paper currency. Mm -hmm. My account has to be covered by actual gold coin. You can't cover me with anything else. And gold is not taxable like that. So it's different. So that's why all the money changed to legal tender. But you only know this if you have Black's Law Dictionary to start understanding why legal tender and lawful money are no longer the same things. Whoa. And wh what's crypto going to do to this? Or even worse, like what's the centralized cryptocurrency going to be doing to this situation? That's going to put everybody in the mark of the beast mode. And that's something I stay far away from as soon as they. So Britain, I think, is starting their CBDC now. They just came out with it, I think, today or yesterday. They're starting the first one. And I think there's a cap that each person can only have 20,000 of their digital currency, you know, what I'm saying as a as a currency. It's going to be a situation because 
if we know what happened in Canada during the during that truck rally, you know, where they started, you know, people that were donating through GoFundMe or whatever, or, uh, yeah. you know, all their accounts got closed up. That's pretty much what they're going to do. They're using TikTok, that TikTok ban law, and they're using digital currency, and they're going to start being able to control everybody. That's why as a state national, I deal in cash. That's why I stay off books. I do everything on my land. So, for example, if my land is a state national land like Native American land, you can come onto my property. I can sell and do whatever I want because it's private land and it's under trust. So as soon as I open up a store in a plaza, then I got to go back to the U.S. government and I got to start paying taxes mm. and doing all that kind of stuff. So it's really trying to understand how to set yourself up so that you can take gold, take regular currency, not have to worry about digital and not be in the system. So it's kind of like, we're, we're literally in the matrix and you've got to learn how to navigate as Neo through the matrix. Yeah, dude. And so you can't you so you cannot access the money. You can't write that on the check unless you are it's a, a state. Um, no, you can. No, you can still write that. So on a check I could yourself. still even you, as you, a you slave. <laughs> well, okay. too, you said like we're each, you know, we end up being worth a certain amount, like three two three million dollars potentially or something like that. But like when we're talking like real money, real worth, like we're talking gold, silver, things like that. Is there like an unimaginable amount hidden somewhere? I mean, because that's a limited resource. And is that what they're concerned with uh, population about or something like, no, they're not even concerned with money anyway. Right. Like, so how is, that's interesting. I, I don't know. Yeah, how, have, that's why they're so concerned about us becoming sovereign or, uh, state what is it state nationals state nationals yeah because we'd get our money back but like is there how how is it that like how how much money is that like 300 million americans times like two three million i don't even know those numbers those are big is that even possible that we have that much gold on hand if we all became state the, earth is no, abundant. the whole thing would fall apart right the whole house of cards would just come crashing down because they wouldn't be able to it would basically be like we would be they doing would a margin call. We would margin call on their corporation, and they'd That's have exactly to pay up. It's like <laughs> it's like if all the employees quit and had a pension fund, and we all quit at the same time. The, the The government would go bankrupt paying us out. But that's the point. If we bankrupt the government, they can't control you anymore. And that's the point. They don't want you to know your actual power. They don't right. want you to know that you're a slave. They Absolutely. don't want you to know any of that. Because if you knew the truth then you would be free and they would have no power. So they only run based on control. So the longer they can control you, the longer they can have their power over you, the better off they are. Hey, I got to find a charger. Give me one second because I'm at like 5%. Yeah. Okay, sir. cool, man. Yeah, and we'll be wrapping it up pretty soon, but this was man. really interesting. I want to like, wow. want to double check on a lot of this stuff. We got to talk to him again. Uh, yeah, yeah. After I wanna, we look I up would, some of the shit. If I can get legal, man, from the quash to join us sometime. Dude, I, I've, been, I've been, I've been, I've been, slightly researching this shit since i was like fucking 18 dude yeah yeah. Like, the sovereign uh, citizen yeah man it's, it's like you know I, you know because i mean well yeah but the whole psychedelics and everything and just wanting to be free completely free right of course. and like it seems this is the the route but it's you know there's all these hurdles like I don't know. My generation is just full of like fucking scared people that are scared to even say hello to strangers. And like, you know, I grew <laughs> up in that, that. So I've had to, you know, become my own man. Thank God I've had my dad. But, um, 
I don't know, dude. This 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 is I I've I, I'm glad we're having this conversation because I've been very interested in this for a long time. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, we really appreciate it, Matt. This is really great. Yeah, no problem. It's, it's a lot of fun for me because I, I really like to educate people on the truth. And Hell especially yeah. because we're all indoctrinated to, to, you know, everything that we've learned here in schools, whether it's from TV, the news. And and the more you know the truth, the better are you are for yourself, at least personally speaking. Yeah. I don't like I don't like somebody taking advantage of me. I don't like feeling like a dummy, you know, especially <laughs> when especially when it's it's your money. You know what I'm saying? And and we should be free. We should have the rights that we have. We should be able to do what we need to do. And we're not, you know, and we're literally slaves to a corporation, you know, literally a corporation. And and a lot of times you feel like you can't do anything about it. You know, like they get on TV and they do all these things. Like, like for example, I know plenty of people in California that are broke, that don't have money to pay bills, that are in bad situations. And they still pay their taxes. Like they work hard. They pay their taxes. They're losing 45% of their check to taxes. Yet we got some asshole coming here from Ukraine. And we're just like, oh, here's $100 million. Here you go. Here's a billion dollars. Go help your country. Like what? We gave you our tax money. Here's the truth behind this. And everybody should know this. The reason all of this started, Russia did not want to accept the COVID. They knew COVID was man-made and they knew it was from the U.S. They didn't want anything to do with our vaccines. Now, Ukraine has made our vaccines, Pfizer and all these other companies, Moderna, they all have factories in Ukraine. They were making our vaccines. Russia knew this and destroyed some of the labs. Now, the U.S. got pissed off because it's a turf war. It's like the blood in the Crips. The bloods are coming yeah, in on your territory. The Crips are coming next. So the U.S. got pissed and that's why we got into this war. Now, the money that we sent to Ukraine was pay off money for them making the vaccine. We can't just give them $100 million or $100 billion or a trillion dollars without somebody you know, throwing up a flag. So for us to give them this money cleanly, we had to do it in a sense where nobody would understand why. And that's what it was, because the CDC owns the patent on the coronavirus and the patent number US7220852B1. They own it. So that means the vaccine is owned by them. Anybody who took the vaccine owned by them. If you took the vaccine, you're a GMO. You're a genetically modified organism. You took a patented product. You no longer belong to yourself. But how do we pay the people that made it for us without, you know, doing something big? We gave it all to the Ukraine as fund money. You know, like, oh, we're helping Ukraine. We're helping Ukraine how? We gave them a trillion dollars. We what do they need a trillion dollars for? And the people in Ukraine, they're not getting that money. No, 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 no. It's the same pattern as it always is. You know, we go into these little countries and just, you know, <laughs> own them. But this one's a little more interesting, too, because it's like a wag the dog situation as well. So, it's yeah, it's all very it all ties together. And, you know, I know it, it, it does all, all back to a corporation owning us, but I think it. I don't think I know that it goes much deeper than that, too, because, you know, what Jordan Maxwell does get into about this legal system is the whole law of water versus law of the land. And if we're so actually admiralty, ruled, law. admiralty law, right. And if we're actually ruled over clandestinely by the law of the water, it would only make sense to me because. You know me, Shane. I dig way back into ancient history, mm. and the ones that we're tracing, we're we're on the tail of, 
It's all these sea people that are considered the ancient aliens or whatever. You, not going to get into it, but it's leading to the same people. And it's always the sea people. It's always the seafaring people at the root. Not all of them, but I'm just saying like that. These are the uh, the people that have been doing this forever. So I think it's uh, it's pretty intense that we're hopefully going to be exposing more and more of this as time goes on and and connecting all of the dots. You know, we'll have to talk to you again, Doctor Matthew Adams, because this was pretty friggin' intense. Absolutely, honestly, man, I enjoyed it a lot. I look forward to doing it again because we can get into Admiralty Law and I'll and basically here's Admiralty Law. You were birthed, right? Okay? Yeah. Because you were birthed a canal. Exactly. That's why they put you under admiralty law. But if you were if you were born not in a hospital and your feet touched the ground first, instead your feet never touched the ground when you were born. Your feet touched yeah. an ink pad and you got stamped as a slave. Right. Native and Americans we, were born we on the land. We will dig into that next time. Absolutely. I think we'll do this again soon, man. And uh, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up for now. But please tell the people where to find you, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at doctor.adams, or you can go to my website, www.drmatthewadams.com. Excellent, man. Yeah, check him out on Instagram as well. There's a lot of good information up there. Uh, and we'll have to dig more into, uh, you know, the cannabis cures and everything, because yes. I think I can't wait to, to dig into the... Uh, and, you know, I came up with this idea that to not get kicked off YouTube with this episode. I'm probably just <laughs> going to focus the title all on the endo, the, the endocannabinoid system because pushing cannabis is the government's hey, favorite thing. You know, they've a lot this more clicks. Too. That's why I'm growing my own. You know, <laughs> I don't need yep, it to be 4,000% THC. Yeah. Well, if you grow your own, let me ask you, have you heard of electroculture? I have. And actually my wife has yeah. rods in each of the planters, man. Uh, yeah, I, awesome. I think it's done some some good. I mean, it hasn't done anything bad. It's definitely uh, my plants are growing really nice. So, but we'll have to dig in more on these topics next time for sure. So, uh, awesome. yeah. Until then, Shane, let the people know where to find you. At I knew some pod on Instagram and uh, the I knew some but I didn't know it all podcast. Get rid of the K and knew some. It's a play on my last name. And uh, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. As always, Doctor Matthew. Um, uh, great. Out. This is awesome meeting you. I can't wait for the for the next one. Thank yeah. you, man. It was a pleasure being on. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Tune in next time. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places, and remember, think for yourself. But don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, pacifaria. Enough, I get the point. You meddle with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay?
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.